Here we are, season two, episode three of the Deke Snipe Sally podcast with your hosts, Kylie Mern, Patty Phillips, Chad Newman, and myself, Ryan Gates. And we're hot off of the worst game of the year, game six. Since Friday. Worst game since Friday. <laughs> worst game I'm, since I, I'm saying worse than the Ottawa game last year, or pretty close to it. No, no, no. I don't know. Anyway, oh, pretty close. We're going to talk bad. about this. It's one A, one B. But I mean, the Ottawa game, there was there was a lead, and then we lost it. Like yeah. there was no hope in this game. <laughs> we scored goals in the Ottawa game, and Ottawa had their full team. Yeah. Um. But anyway, here we are. Uh, the game sucked. It sucked hard. Um. We're gonna talk all about it. We'll go probably go up and down the organization. Talk about uh, lots of things. Yeah. Uh, right from mm-hmm. top down. Top down. So uh, yeah. Uh, before we get going, big shout out to our sponsor. PHG Sports out of uh, Whitby, Ontario. They've got a showroom in Whitby. Uh, it's important too, guys, when you pop by their booth at Costco. They've been uh, the longest running supplier of uh, hand signed merchandise to Costco Canada. Um, it's important when you stop by their booth to ask them what else they've got. That's one thing that I've always uh, learned from uh, from talking with Todd is that if they can't possibly display everything they have, and uh, they always encourage people to stop by, have a chat. Tell them what you're interested in. You'd be surprised what they might have poked away. So, again, big shout out to PHG Sports. Um, again, at our mid mid Costco Roadshow. So keep an eye on their Facebook, Twitter, uh, and their website for updates on where they're going to be. But uh, we got to get going on this. This is, uh, this is a hot topic. It's all over the news. So that's why we're podcasting. Uh, Titter tatter. Let's get at her. It's all your fault. I had to go with mm-hmm. DeMarno jersey tonight, Chad. I had a boy. I need one. Like What's, I said, I was, I'm willing to buy happen? everybody's. You know, are we going to just go to stop watching and pick up and start cheering for the Habs or something? No. Nah. Hell no. I'd start watching basketball before I do that. What's your options? Nothing. You know what? The, the thing that really stuck to me last night in our group chat, for anybody, okay, well, I guess we're recording. Anybody who doesn't know, uh, on nights when we're not podcasting, we're group chatting. Because these three, three of my best buddies when it comes to uh, to Leafs fandom, and we chat a lot outside of the podcast as well. And I think it was like five to one, and Kylie messaged. She said, I hope they score 10. And I was like, me too. Because <laughs> I was just so, I was, like, I was like, this is so embarrassing for me personally. I, I'm not going to be satisfied unless they're more embarrassed. And that's what that's a hard that's a hard line to toe as a fan, certainly as a super fan, because I consider my, myself to yeah. be at yeah. that level, you know, above average for 100%. sure. Yeah, yeah. But it's I don't know. I'm watching it, and we go through this every year, and everyone's like the plane is crashing into the mountain. You know, the, the mm-hmm. Ottawa loss last year. I mean, it's just the big devastation, and I'm getting numb to it. And I'm just like, you know what? Why am I going out and ripping these guys? They're world class talents. They're obviously there's obviously something wrong. And I don't really think it's just, you know, it's not the players, you know, and not just the players, but there's a little tiny just in there because it doesn't matter who you have in there. You know, it could have been, you know, Matthews and Marner and Fanuff and Kessel and everything else. It's the same result every year. It's the big joke, the running joke. But if 
the most wealthy franchise was awarded to like you know if you got Stanley Cups for being the most wealthy franchise I mean it haven't not but you haven't right. earned that you have a great business going you don't have a hockey club and I, it kills no. me. I'm like, it's you not my business. style to go for that. Exactly. And a very, very successful one. You can't knock that. But yeah. I can't stand to see everybody just ripping the players. Like, you're telling me that Mitch Murnison out there, like, eating his, himself alive. Oh, yeah. Trying to make something happen. Yeah. It's a culture. And it starts at the very top when yeah. the media owns the team. And it's in the city where it's all hosted. And you make all this money off the controversy and ripping the players and the fans bite for it every time. Yeah. I'm done. Like, I'm done and with they that. feed off it. I'm not listening to off it. it. You know, we got our page, Leafs Nation Newfoundland. You got to see the stuff on there. I'm not even going to bother. I was like, you know what? Let the boss gripe. Because you know what? There's going to be a lot of crow to be fed there soon. You know, so in time, like, they're going to figure it out and they're going to get above it. The players will figure it out. They're going to hopefully find that, that Boston connection. Not just yeah. hockey, but they have it there. Baseball, football, basketball, they get it. Toronto does not. They have a little peak with the Raptors, and they couldn't hang on to that momentum. Uh, they had the TFC, couldn't hang on to that one. So I feel like it's coming, but it's got to happen at the top. Start supporting the team, stop ripping them. And it starts with the owners. Yeah, I don't want them to own the team like anymore. Said. I don't want it. Well, <laughs> that's, been, that's been a conversation since... Uh, we've been born right. about the owners Ugly. of that team and i mean it's gone through many hands and at this point now it's owned by it's not one person Bell and rogers the media right? sports and, and tsn just, and they get to write what they want and it it's like puppets almost yeah. and then you got, right then like you have last year like the, uh, one, of the most, one of the most hurtful years and then we have to watch all or nothing more money and it's like yeah microscope in the players lives and every issue of their game like how do you expect to get success like that you do that I, after I you just, win a cup okay win a cup and then expose the then team. follow them around yeah, yeah right it's, it's gross i, I feel like the, the plug should have been pulled on that like the, <laughs> I, the minute I that that game was over the pulse the plug should have been pulled on that that because of I mean, there was a lot of money spent in it but amazon can suck it up because that was just that was so personal and i feel like that never helped anybody. It might have helped some fans, but it definitely didn't help the boys. Who There's no way it did. Can you, imagine, can you imagine a game, let's say game six, when we're going into overtime, or eight or one of the games we're going into overtime, um, and they're in that locker room, and Keith is trying to get the best of the team, and there's no less than probably two cameramen and a guy holding a microphone, and they're shining that around the room. Up in your lighting. face, right? Yeah. Can you Not imagine? a great idea. You know, like, I mean... I don't know. For 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 doing yeah, young team off on that. For, for for me, Listen, for me it's questionable for I... the general manager to sign off on that. I know maybe it's not his decision, but ultimately ultimately somebody's got to say this is not good for our team. This is not good for a bunch of guys in their early twenties. It's about that. I know. It's all I know. about the coin. All about the coin. And you know what? <laughs> Richest franchise again. Yeah. Two billion dollars. They will who, still who sell out. They'll still sell seats. They'll still sell jerseys. Yeah. Exactly. And what odds about people... the cup? We can, yeah, we can be the Did last. Did I see a Matthew's jersey toss on the ice the other day? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. On. Like, you know what? Part of me. But thinks, I think that was. Go ahead. Yeah. Part of me. Part of me thinks the team this year, the team last year, the team before that. You take them out of Toronto, you put them in another market. That team by itself. That, team. That, that, that those players do not have 
the disappointment that we've seen does oh, for can you imagine I, these I, I don't antenna. think so i i don't Living know how up. like babcock used to talk about his players being in a safe environment and i don't think i don't think the media in toronto is as bad as montreal i like in montreal it's real real bad i, I just don't know how to get rid of the pressure I, the only way to do it is win you got to change the culture way. right yeah it's the and only it's way you do start it in this market like, like you got to have a beating heart at the end of the yeah. day like you look at businesses yeah. you look at like a total different business you look at the way the people first is coming around you will make great money but we will succeed it's not the scorn you to success it never worked it made people miserable and it's showing it on ice they're miserable mm-hmm. okay so yes. started, we've started at the top being ownership i guess now we're never going to get our sponsorship from rogers Oh well, but anyway, uh, man, they love controversy. Wanna- yeah, maybe, maybe <laughs> we got a great sponsor. Thank you, All PSG good. Sports. But uh, yes. we, uh, we, so we started at the top here. We're talking about ownership. Uh, let's work our way down. Let's let, let's talk about what could or couldn't change all the way down right to the right to the miners. So ownership is there. Then you got the guy who who's connected to ownership, and that's Brendan Shanahan. Now, I I was actually thinking about Shanahan last night when I was watching that game. I was thinking about. I mean, I, I'm, I'm a junkie for old clips, you know, I'm a junkie for it. And when Shanahan came over to the Leafs, I started back my fandom back to his Detroit Red Wings days. And I was like, man, that if he can bring in a couple of players like him or bring that kind of work, at, warriors. anything yeah. that is remotely Shanahan to this team is going to be a benefit. And I was thinking about him last night when I was watching that game. I was like, if he's watching this, how is he feeling? You know, he doesn't like fight a guy who, who just is an absolute warrior how's he feeling about what he what, what he's got in front of him you know he doesn't want the game to be like he played he's been open about that mm. well, i know and that's okay so, too because i mean it is a different era i mean that was a lot a of few that Stanley back then Cups, i believe not it? safe yeah oh definitely yeah See, the first thing, <laughs> but i mean that red wings team out of people that was before like salary cap era am i i'm right i'm right saying that yeah. like mm-hmm. so they they bought themselves cops those years. And I mean, if we could do that now, we probably would have already done it. But well, it's a Stevie we can't we can't change that. You know what I mean? Yeah, we can't change mm-hmm. the fact that there's a salary cap now. Being the richest in the franchise means fuck off, okay. honestly. So let, let me ask you guys this, and you guys can all take your turn to respond. Is Brendan Shanahan the right guy for the job at the top here with the Maple Leafs? Yes or no? The answer um, today is no, but like... Uh, I don't we'll know. eventually get to do this. Like, I don't know what moves they've done that are bad. Yeah, of course they're not working out, but I can't say after every playoffs or after every disappointing season, the media or someone in hockey has picked out an area, Who's fired. area in Toronto that needs a little bit more work, whether it be defense or grit or yeah. more depth scoring. And they've answered the bell every single, every single time. Yep. It's yep. Like, the exact same result. Yes. Yeah, so I, I don't so you got to look exactly so what is that problem like i don't it's think the culture i don't think realistically unless i don't know shanahan's job i don't think shanahan his day-to-day job has a lot of impact on the product yeah. on the ice yeah I'm he has sure. no. trades and those things but mm-hmm. i i can't really say i'm uh, that they've made a move that i don't agree with and the only move i would like to see is change ownership Give it to yeah. an honest person who yes. actually wants to win. Give it to an owner who actually give it to Tannenbaum. To win. <laughs> yes, but yeah. like Tannenbaum. when we have corporations like that owning them, it's they don't give a shit. We already know Black that about Bill and about Rogers. Like they don't care. Like you might as well give it to Apple. Like they are, they're just all about the money. Dean so, McDonald. 
There you go. And, and friends. And friends. And yeah. friends. Us. I'll take a one percent. <laughs> I'll take a share. I'll pull my savings. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But you know what? Like, really, ownership doesn't even matter right now in a salary cap era. Like, they're always maxed out. Like, I don't even. Rogers or Bell d- doesn't really matter. I don't think anymore. Um, I just think there's. <laughs> I think we got to go b- beyond ownership. There's a higher god that's screwing up, screwing with this team. Honestly, but, I've said that yeah, too. This Patty. doesn't even make sense. The shit that has happened in the last, we'll say, you know, re, well, Matt, Matt, Aston Matthews, Mitch Marner era between Zamboni drivers yep. and, you know, what it all that, that has happened. Ottawa loss, game sevens, yeah. everything. I can't even like Endless go game back sevens. to and just the, the, the bounce, the odd bounces or the weird whatevers. There's like, I mean, that happens in every game. I will say that. Unbelievable. But it's just like noise. the shit That's that has happened. I mean, if you went back five years ago and you told all of us that that all that stuff was going to happen, I would have said you're nuts because no, that shit don't happen. But it's like, I've honestly said to myself, I suppose there's not like, they're not actually doing this just to make like the media and to make us and to make the leaf. No, you can't, you can't even script script this if you wanted to. There's no way. Right. It's just like, there's no other way. Decided that this is the route they wanted to go and they master planned it so that the leaves would choke. This is just a byproduct no. of what they've done. Um, so I agree True. full hard, hardly with Chad. The ownership group is not what yeah. the Leafs need. But like I said, there's, to me, there's a little bit more blame to pass around in that, and I'm getting to that as we work down our, our tree here. So we're kind of lukewarm on Shanahan. I like Shanahan. I like the vision he had coming in, not not hanging to the La- Lulu Amarellos and giving Dubas a shot, mm-hmm. uh, which brings me to Dubas. And I'll give you my two cents on Dubas first. I asked you guys for your response last time. Kyle Dubas to me is an absolute genius. I think he's, I, I really think he's the, he's the new age of hockey and the things he's been able to accomplish right from you can't sign them all right to you can't, you can't put good players around them to you know, the whole shooting match. Everything people said he couldn't do, he's done except yeah. win. And there comes a point. Except that he did with the Marlies. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and there comes a point where, that can't that the winning can't all fall on him. But I wanted to hear what you guys got to say about Dubas, because like I so said, don't hold back if you if you do feel he's missing the vote on something. I'll pop in there. Uh, Dubas gets well. I mean, there's Austin Matthews and there's Mitch Marner and William Nylander, and you can't sign them all. He signs them all. Now he brings in Tavares, like unreal. John Tavares, he brought in a captain. All I get to hear now is that Tavares was a mistake. He overpaid him. Marner, I mean, you overpaid that guy. Nylander, I mean, he was the whipping boy since he slapped on the actual Leafs jersey instead of the Marlies. And mm-hmm. when is it going to end? Like, just look at the collection of players you have. And if you ever found out a way to support and actually get those guys smiling again on the ice, it's going to be good times. But when you get them in the situations and, man, the ghosts of every year are always going to be there because nothing changes. Everybody rips them. I'm not saying break up the pom-poms, be honest, but like, it's just ugly right now. And people get the, I don't know. I I like Dubas. I I think he's the right guy for the job. I think he has the empathy to understand what's going on. I just don't know if he can install it into the players, like to get the ghosts out. Yeah, I agree. Those demons. Yeah. You know what? I mean, I think I'll say about Dubas, like, again, he's answered the bell every single time. And he hasn't bent to public pressure by no means. He's stuck to his his plan. Uh, he's not deviated from that. So as a business person, uh, like, 
any leader like that, it's I, I think it's is awesome that he's sticking to his plan. That's what he believes in. And you know what? I hate the argument, a couple of arguments that typical and some Leaf fans make it as well. One, the whole Mitch Marner overpayment. Well, you know what? The Leafs were going into a very critical season when Marner uh, was at not there at training camp at, at the beginning. They couldn't let him sit for the entire year. There were potential contenders or a deep playoff run that particular year. So they weren't let him sit. So but let's just say they did pay him $2 million too much. I don't think that's the case. Like, what's his fourth overall in scoring last year? First or second line player for Team Canada. I think he's worth his, worth his dollars. But let's just say he what is worth um, two million too much. Well, what are we going to do? Do you think an extra two million is going to fix this team today? Well, my, my argument with that is when people bring up that Mariners paid too much by two million. Guess what? We solved that on Jason Spezza. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and he, he, he paid Mitch Mariner what he had to pay now. him to get him signed. And then he went out and made deals, which he sold that $2 million back. Because that Jason Spezza is not making that money on any other of the 31 teams in the league. He's making at least a least million and a half more than he's making now. So, Dubas, yes. Because no one's talking about that. They're like, oh, Mitch Marner's overpaid. No one ever follows it up with, but Jason Spezza is underpaid. I, I've never and, heard anyone say it. And throw right? Nylander into the mix there. No one has ever come back and said that he's that he's underpaid, which I think he is right now. He's playing, a, he's playing, he's playing above his contract currently. Yep. That's the first serving of Crow that we simply needs to be served up. It's just yes. that the other ones aren't firing up yet, but there's going to be more served coming around. It's going to happen. Yeah, it's just I people agree. that will grow up. They got to grow the, up the, and just give it up. Sorry. The, the other argument, which, which I absolutely hate is, well, you should have traded Mitch Marner out of his entry level contract. Yeah. So yeah. when was the last time a superstar coming out of their, their entry level contract was traded? The only one that I can remotely, and I don't know what the exact numbers were, were or the time frame, was the Ron Johansson for Seth Jones trade. And that was, well, he requested that was Budding trade, Superstar he? for Budding uh-huh. Superstar. And look how that turned out for Johansson. Uh, not not yeah. very well. So, like, nope. the Leafs had no – listen, if if anything, the Leafs drafted too well. That's that's the argument I'm going to make today. Yeah, because you got to watch people Literally. leave. And Simon gets paid yeah. to a team that could afford him. But here we yeah. got Michael Bunting at 950. Yeah. And that Dubas, what a bum. With, with, with every other team in the league who are, with the exception, with the exception of, of Edmonton, every other team in the league that is wholeheartedly playing the lights out night in, night out. And then again, Edmonton doesn't do that all the time. But let's, let's exclude no. Edmonton from this. From this, this they this know point. all about this. Um, every other team that you look at that's at the top of their division, top of their league, their best players and their, 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 their most impactful players are veterans. Mitch Marner, Austin Matthews, and William Nylander are nowhere near the conversation of putting them into a veteran category, right? Not even close. Now, I'm not saying you can't win when, you're, when your best player's not veterans, but it's really, really, really rare. Like we've talked about that a few podcasts ago. We talked about uh, Chicago Blackhawks when Taves and Kane were young. Yes, it happened. Uh, Sidney Crosby, when he was young, it happened. But after that, the list gets awfully small, awfully short. The guys who are winning Stanley Cups are guys who are in their late 20s, sometimes early 30s, and they're finally getting over that hump and learning to win. Yeah. Um, I understand everyone's panicking because we might not have that window with those players because we're slowly running them out of town. People realize that as well, right? Yeah. Look at Colorado. <laughs> yeah. Colorado's a perfect yeah. example. They got a, they've got a young core there. They're, they're going to start feeling it. I don't know when McKinnon is up. I don't know if he's up after this season or next. But like Colorado's oh, in they can't probably afford everybody. more win-now mode. 
they don't got all their stars locked up long term like we do. He um, said he'd take another discount. Yeah, yeah well, that's, that's what I was just going to say, Mr. Never, Home, Mr. Well, discount. He never took a discount the, discount the first time. No. Everybody thinks he took a discount the first time. That's right. McKinnon take, was far take, from a great player coming out of his No, he was disappointing so far. And then that'll be disappointing. Definitely. Yep. It's no difference than Pasternak. Same, same thing. He, he, uh -huh. started, he started to go to a different level after that first contract. Mm. Like it just yep. unfortunately happened for us to all. all Another three. one that says he does it, you know, out yeah. of his loyalty. So, but like, yeah. and now the whole Freddie Anderson talk, we, we can get to that oh. after. Uh, well, you know, like, I don't care I'm what thinking, he does in Carolina. He's not, he's not I'm a interested right to see when all these guys that got topical. Like if Zach Hyman, <laughs> Freddie Anderson, Bogosian, any of the guys that left, uh, that got out of Toronto for this season, I wonder, like, I wonder if they ever write an autobiography. Are they going to say that all or nothing thing was fucking brutal? Pardon my English. I hope so. Someone's going to say not, it. I don't want to. I'm not, I don't want to play in a market that's going to do that to me. So the the last thought I got on the whole Mariner thing, because it, it just it drives me crazy. Yes, I'm as frustrated as anyone. But you know what? If the Leafs have to trade Mariner because of his playoff performance and he's a regular season player. And you, I might have said this on the podcast before, or I've said it somewhere else lots of times. Well, then Edmonton's got to trade McDavid and Drysaddle because there is no difference there. I know yeah, McDavid I mean, is the best in the wrong. world. You're not wrong. McDavid is by far the best in the world, but what has he done? So at hockey tonight in the dressing room, the Mariner thing got brought up because my buddy that sits next to me, he's a huge Leafs fan. And they're talking about it. And I brought up the team can. I was like, you know, here we got a guy. I say line two. If not, you know, probably three, but it's a pretty top one, two, or three lines are all kind of like the same. Him and Tavares will be on line one or two. And they're like, I don't know, man. Like, there's no guarantee he's going to make the team. I'm like, okay, I don't even need to talk about this anymore. He, like, not even sensible. Like, blinded, just absolutely blinded by the like, Leafs traded by Mitch media. Brenner today. Gotta hate, man. Gotta hate. The Leafs traded Mitch Brenner today, which they will not trade him anytime soon. Nope. They would be trading him at a severe, severe discount. They will never, in any circumstance, ever win a trade today involving Mitch Mariner. It will never. Well, it would, it would, Elander in there. It would, um, it would set well, the yeah, franchise back. Right? What's, the, what's the proper payment for Mariner then right now? What would be the McDavid. sensible? <laughs> <laughs> well, unless it's player for player, which makes no sense unless two players were requesting a trade. Yeah, Once it's like player for player, player where, yeah. you're, where you're trading him for a guy who's of the same age and in the top five in scoring, which I'm pretty sure is only Austin Matthews and McDavid. And it's hard to trade for Matthews. Um, Wouldn't it be funny if Lonnie ended up over there? Just imagine that. Like, just spitballing, <laughs> like, dreaming. Yeah. I know. Lonnie for Murder. It'd be funny, though. Yeah, we'd be we'd watching. Austin and Again, we don't win that trade, right? Line. I mean, what about, yeah. like, Eichel? Why can't we do nope. Eichel? Put him on LTIR, sign somebody, no and then he comes back to playoffs. No, I don't mean like. How's that? I've seen people saying that today. How's that? I don't want Eichel anywhere near that team. I don't either. I don't. I, I've never been a huge fan of him. Like, there I mean, he's great, trick. but he hasn't done anything that has been made him worthy of any of the conversation that he gets. But anyway, there's that's not one trade totally that I would. There's not one trade I would make because you know what. One of two things now. Now here I'm. I'm going to start. Matthew Tuchuk. Like you know what, Leafs don't want first round picks and prospects during win now mode. In order to get something back from Mariner, in a salary cap area, you're going to take on this another troublesome contract. So you're going to take another player on that's nine or ten million, and that team well, is not going to trade a player that's uh, beyond their potential or 
playing beyond their contracts. So you're going to take on a contract there where they're probably underperforming. You're back yep. into the same situation. You'll never win that trade. Oh, you, well, you're not you're not trading Mitch Marner and getting better. It's impossible. No, you can't. He's in, he's in the top five in scoring last year and has led the team in scoring every year since he's been drafted. No, so just stupid talk though. Just just he's stupid talk though. Yeah. What if he just needs if, to get uh, fixed? You know, Matthew Deschamps. Whatever that is. I wouldn't trade him for Deschamps. Nope. No. Oh. He's at seven million and now going to be an RFA. The only one I trade him for. Paid. I trade him so, for one of the top five defensemen in the NHL, and you can come up with that list, whatever that looks like. Nope, yeah. I'm good, thanks. No, I, I just don't, I don't see any trade that works out. Anything, anything short of names which are just so stupid that that it doesn't make any sense. It like I know, that's it's the reason why Mariner's not going to be traded. Yeah, and me either. I don't even look it. But anyway, well, it's, I mean, it is what it is. I want to like a point, a point per game player and an impact player. Yeah. And one of the most creative players in the game. No, you just, you know, um, I want to continue on though. I want, we talked about Dubas and we got sidetracked. I wouldn't do it, but uh... let's get to Keith. Mm-hmm. Sheldon Keith. Now this is where stuff starts getting contentious, right? We're into the, the coaching staff and the players and there's lots to be talked about, but we learned a lot about Keith from the, the terrible documentary. That's one thing that I did take away from it. I'm glad I watched it because of that. Cause I learned a lot about who our coach is and what he's about. Mm-hmm. And for me personally, um i'm giving keith this year this if, if i'm the gm who's his best buddy uh this is his year to you know we got a full 82 games now sheldon this is the first time you've had good runs you've had you've you've had, you've made the team look amazing from time to time what are you gonna do in a full season because he hasn't proven anything he's he's an he's an ahl coach you know uh who got brought up based on winning the championship and being buddies with the gm but if you can't if your message is not getting heard in mm-hmm. this season, you're in deep, deep, deep shit if you're me. And that's my take. And I don't think he's a bad coach. I just think he's got to prove himself just as much as Mitch Mariner and Austin Matt, maybe even more so. You gotta get through do these you guys. guys. Do you guys think I've seen a lot of people today say how they think they have given up on the cut the players, sorry, have given up on Keith like they did Babcock. Do you guys think that's the case? I don't think so. I I don't think so, no. no. No, and you know what? I, don't, like how I many didn't coaches think so either. You, how many coaches do you have to go through? Someone exactly. Someone on Twitter today, one of the I don't know analysts or whatever. Someone just posted a picture of Tortorella. Like I'm guaranteed. Like I was just gonna Boudreaux. say that the amount of times <laughs> yeah, I've I seen probably, Tortorella. I wish Boudreaux would, would have joined as the assistant with that rumor going on last year or the year before. And I was like, okay, COVID's coming out. It wouldn't be. It would be great to have someone like Boudreaux come in, but it's. Is he going to take an assistant to Keith? That's going to be a hard thing for him. No. I wonder, can we do like a goalie tandem? Like the one thing I like about Keith, <laughs> I like it. The one and thing I Boston like about Keith Boudreaux. that Babcock didn't do was Babcock, no matter where his team was in the standings, he wasn't changing outside of his mindset. Like he stayed with that power play unit mm. day, night in, night out. Keith, I think, is oh, more open that if something's not working, he's going to, he's going to make a change. Um, the easy, the easiest thing to today to say is that Keith's a bad coach and he should be fired. But yeah, you know that's what? Like, out, yeah, that's the, that's well, the easy and, way out. Uh, like the fans eat it up. That's exactly where they all go. Like they can't like, see beyond that. Like this right now is on the players. There's no one else. Um, I I I don't understand it. It seems like when you pull that jersey on, like I can go down through one by one. There, there's there's three or four players. Since they since this season began, 
that look good to me is it's Sandine, Nylander, Spezza, and Bunting. I agree, one hundred percent. And, Brody, and Campbell before last night. Yeah, like wasn't in hall. That's where it ends. <laughs> Garbage. Yeah. But you know what? Um, We're going to forget about this think... in, a, in a few games. So I think, like, talk to me at 20 so. games. We had six. Talk to me at 20 games. Like, the guys will start rolling. It's yeah. not possible for them not to. But it's just such it's an eye-opener when you when you go up. It's like, is this if, if this was 7-1 to one against a fully stacked pins, it's still, it's still unacceptable, right? But when you lose mm-hmm. so, so wholeheartedly to a team without Latang, without... Crosby without Malkin, I don't think it mattered. Without Rust without Jeff Carter, all those guys they were losing the last night. It I didn't say- matter if they played the Newfoundland Growlers; they were losing last night. Growlers it's up here. Up. Like yes. no offense to the Growlers, who are playing awesome, by the way. Um, yeah. But you know, and I would honestly think they could beat them right now. And it's only because like they're defeated in their heads. Like they're, well, I don't know what's going that on. That first 10 minutes, you guys heard me last night uh, in the group chat. And I, and I said it to my wife, I said, this team looks like a team that's afraid to start a losing skid. Like they, 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 they legitimately looked to me like they were afraid to lose even before the game started. I seen a tweet where somebody took a screenshot of the opening face off 1959 was, was on, was on the clock and the face off and Mariner Matthews and Richie wrote. And the, the quote was, this is where it all went wrong for the Leafs. And 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 I was like, yeah. it's it's so true because like they just started the game like they were, like I don't know if something got in their heads, I don't know they just looked like they were terrified to make a pass, they were just not Nothing engaged. Connected. No, and I mean there's one thing to start to say oh they didn't start on time, which has been an excuse in the past. They but never do. They they just didn't start at all. Not really. They did just they were just yeah. did total disconnect, right? And I, yeah. I I knew where this game was going last. Night. I wasn't expecting it to go seven to one, but I, I was. After the first three minutes, I was like, yeah, they're going to lose this game. I mean, they had a hard game versus San Jose. Like, San Jose was a hard-fought game. And then they had to hop on a plane and head down to Pittsburgh for that one. So it's not easy to roll in like that, but... Yeah. But look at some of the goals, too. You still got to try to win those, like, better than All those goals were... Like, like, like you're just gonna say, like a lot of them were kind of fluky, and it bounced muffins. off this person, and yeah, yeah it's like, and like I don't know slump. if you guys caught, I don't know if you guys mm-hmm. caught what um Jack said after the game, but like verbatim, it was just kind of like my details were there, so he does. It's almost like he didn't really know what happened, you know. Yeah, it happens, and, and like like I said, that's how slumps happen. And Matthews get, hits the post and out. And then I think Muzzin hit the post and out. And then Matthews, and then that, that freaking call on Bunting at the end when Matthews got the goal. Like, what was that? Like, at that point, I was just, like, ready for them to just skate off the ice and leave. Like, just leave the game halfway through the period. Because it was just, like, was what else could happen? It, on the it was game. so bad. those guys. But back to Keith. Of course, they key win 6-1. Back to Keith, like Fuck he's the one that's under most most pressure right now. Like, yeah, I could see if they have a disappointing season, the entire from Shanahan to Dubas to uh, Keith, Shanahan could be, right? the could whole be gone. But Keith would be the one that w- could be gone during the season because of public pressure on Dubas. I I could Perhaps. see that happening. I think the team the team will turn it around. Um, sure. Like this is not on Keith. Listen, these are grown men. I know some of them are young. If you're not ready to play, that I don't think that's on Sheldon Keith. What is he gonna say in that dressing room that's gonna spark them to go play? If they don't know how big these games are, especially coming yeah. off to the playoff defeat last year, 
then I don't know. This is totally in the players. I like this is not on anybody else. I don't. And think. Keith knows because he's played the game. Yeah, right? he's a pro. He knows. Like, yeah, uh, I I don't know. I'm just I'm not. I wasn't even disappointed last night at the game. I was just more like, I don't care. <laughs> I was just, glad I was at a party. Which is worse. This, I had other things to do. Yeah. I was kind of that's I said like you said earlier Ryan about it hope I hope that it gets 10 to nothing but it's because they need this ass spanking yes like they need this in like see to me smack in the head I don't think I know you think for me game seven last last year is enough of a smack in the head to wake the f up I'll say yeah like like, but the the scoring to success I don't think it's going to work here they're not going to respond to that. No. no. So that brings us to the players. So we said Patty, Patty made, and I don't think there's anyone here who would disagree. Um, who's not getting it done at, at, at the most, at the most important times. I mean, you can't, you can't hang this on Wayne Simmons, you know, for example, no. uh, but who's not getting it done. That's my question to you. The top three to, uh, yeah. is, is Matthews, Mariner, Tavares. I, like, I, I think I've seen enough from Willie. Biggest salaries. Yeah, that he's trying. He's back checking. He's doing all that. Um, but your two centers got to be leading. Um, Muzzin Hall has been really disappointing. Muzzin is making passes oh. right now that I have never seen him pass. Like, no, look at last is he night. Hurt? Was, was, but like the second period injured? last night, only his feelings, I think. Yeah. In the second period last no, night, no, but like I, I think he is. Spetsa gives that puck away. Like he don't do that stuff. No. Like was, the whole game was a freaking mess. Like, like you said, within the first three minutes, I was like, "This is bad." Like, just the pucks, just giveaway. Like you said, Muzzin, and then there was a really bad giveaway on that goal, the first goal. I can't remember who it was. I just blacked that out at this point. But yeah, it was just a messy game all around. But yeah. on the go, on the players, I another player too that hasn't really impressed me too too much is Kempf, and he was horrible last night i think he was on the ice for like every goal he's well, been fine before this I, i'd say I, he was I, he, yes he was fine this was before this first game, game. Yeah. but this Muzzin, game i uh, mean skip, he just yeah muslin's been skipping practice for maintenance and yeah uh, there's something going on with muslin yeah. i don't know what but well i think what we should talk about is probably load management with muslin we have an extra D-man. I think Timothy Lilligren has completely proved himself that he can be there. I think you move him and Sandy up the lineup. Mm-hmm. Sit Muzzin every second game and or, or at least sit him until he's better. Maybe it's not enough for LTIR. Obviously, he's playing, but there's something nagging him. Yeah. And and I know Hull was sick. He was got he was out for those couple games and mispracticed with whatever flu. Game, I mean, he might he might in. not be better yet. It's and it's six start, games so. in. We have, we, we like, might have a Friday October. I mean, I would rather us have our slow or like our shitty spell now in October than in March. So how's how's Freddy's October doing? You know? Yeah, he's great. Um, it's um, not Freddy. It ain't Freddy. Obviously, it's not Freddy. Oh, Freddy October. No, no. It's still October. October. We're still losing. So we got Freddy Campbell now. Freddy's love and Freddy's doing great in Carolina. I guess we'll see that tomorrow night. Freddy's in the business conversation. Waiting for people to connect these dots. Just connect the dots and stop ripping Mitch Marner and all that stuff. Just hang tight. Yeah, I agree. The only thing I'd like to see (laughs) as the season continues is Sandine getting more of a role. 
Like, yeah. yes, I think he yeah. deserves it. Put I him on PP one. He deserves it, but they, the Leafs need it. Yeah, the Leafs yeah, need I, him and, now. And I'd be fine yeah. swapping him out with Hall on that pairing. Yeah, yeah. Like, it'll be yeah. interesting to see if Keith, if that, if that pairing continues to struggle, if Keith will bring uh, break him up because that has been the most reliable pairing for the last number of years. I can see him trying to be I more want... physical. Like he wants to play more physical. Yeah, it's great. So mm-hmm. I think Lord the boom the other night. <laughs> that was pretty impressive. Yeah, he did. Yeah. 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 He and he talked about last on... year. He felt like he he grew in the size and he's ready to play mm-hmm. like that style last year. So anybody who wants well, to play like a guys... six five is fine by me. I'm cool. Yes. I'm here for That's it. Yeah. Do. yeah. I was gonna say I said to you guys last night. Um, now I forget what I was going to say. No, I said Sorry. to you last night about how he should be on power play one. And it's just whatever way he walks that line. Like Riley gets the puck and he, if he don't see mm-hmm. a, a clear lane to the net in a corner, it goes every time, or he might pass it over to his, to, to Brody or whoever might be there. But for the most part, it's line just as good. Yeah, he I does. Agree. And it's just like, why can't you all do that? Like walk the line, hold it until you see a good opportunity. There's Manny with yeah. a stick up, boom, one timer in. No, Riley just throws it. In that's a Swedish All of a sudden, it's a two on one back the other way. It, it's, not, it's, it's not by accident. It's not by accident that PP two has looked better than PP one. Yeah, it's no. not by accident. Sandy, their 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 entries have been comparable. Uh, PP one had a here. little bit of trouble their entries, but their entries have been comparable. But once they get in, the power that the, the second unit is opening up lanes. Because they're moving, yes. because their bodies are moving, and it's primarily Sandine's skating the line and opening up lanes. You That's know? right. Yeah. Um, I agree. He got to get a bigger role, and he certainly, certainly proved he deserves it. So, uh, I, I think we're all on the same page there. It's all coming. It's all yeah. coming, and we're going to see it all happen of, this I mean, year. At the end of the day, for the players, there's not one trade out there right now that's going to make that team better. And if I see one more meme that Hyman has more goals than the top boys combined. Like, yeah. I don't care how much money we had available last year. I am not signing Hyman to that contract. He will no. not be. I love Hyman. He will not be the last piece to get them to the Stanley Cup. They have no just as many Listen. holes. Drop to a great start. Great for them, but um, no way that goaltending is taking them. Man, I no. wish them all the best. I'm glad to see him do well. I can be happy for him. We should also yep. follow up that meme, but Nick David's got two and a half points per game. That's all right. Liter- in all seriousness, <laughs> you could put Nick Patan or someone like that up on the wing with Connor McDavid and draw a title on a power play, and they would get a point a game. Exactly. Yeah. No offense, Patty. But you know what I mean? And we said that the day he signed over there is ooh, yeah. uh, playing out of line with McDavid and draw a title. Like, you know he's going to do well. You know what? They needed that. They had to pay for it. And they paid. And they did. That's right. right? I, do I think it's going to be sustained? No, I don't think it's going to be sustained. Everyone's going to take a dip at some point, and that's why I'm glad our dip is right now. Listen, I remember him being the biggest piece of crap in the league because he dra- dra- dragged yep. Matthews down, and Babcock was yes. the biggest loser and- forever, putting faith in him. And yep. I think that's only a couple of years ago. That wasn't too long ago. Right? No, it's not. He's got yes. five goals, guys. Bunting's got two. What are we talking yeah. about here? What a stupid yeah. conversation, right? Yeah. Speaking of bunting, did you guys, I don't know if any either. of you have, no, he should be. Um, but if any of you guys have uh, a subscription to The Athletic, because mm-hmm. there is a really, really good piece wrote about him like a week or so ago, like around opening night, a couple days after. Um, did you read that about his mom, nope. him and his I mom? Go I, find I it. I think it's just, 
the title is just like um, She's My Rock or something like that. But it's a full story about him. And it talks about his mom, obviously. But it's mostly, obviously, a story about him. Um, yeah. But just his journey. And it's actually pretty cool. Yeah, there's a there's like a it'll, beating it'll, that we need on the team. It'll make you it'll make you love him. Just appreciate uh, him so fuzzy. much. I'm more. already so. there, so this is gonna be good. Yeah. yeah, no, that's I mean, I was I read it out to Adam, and because we read it together pretty much, and two of us were just like, oh, uh, like he just he deserves it. He deserves it. You know what I mean? Good. So what I'd like to see that's what we need. Um, what I'd like to see going into the next game, I think I think Keith was right to mix it up. I mixed up from the start. What I would like to see. Just to get, I mean, if you want to play together, Matthews and Marner, you got to start, you got to get something going, and you haven't currently. So what I would do is go back to two years ago, three years ago, when it was when Babcock was coaching. Stick Tavares and Marner together again with Richie, and then Nylander, yeah. Matthews, Bunting. That would be my two lines. So it's just a shift of, of centers, basically, um, more or less. Um well, I guess a little more than that. But my, my point being is that that's a, that's a, that's a full full swap out of your of your your top wingers with your top mm-hmm. centermen, and mixing up the uh, the secondary wingers as well. And I think if that you give that a few games, and if it doesn't click, then you go back to the Matthews Mariners. Okay, boys, we're going to give you a second chance at this. And I tell you, one hundred and ten percent. This is assuming that the that the other combinations don't roll, which I think they would, because Tavares scored forty seven goals with Mariner. Um, I think if that for some ungodly reason didn't pan out, then they give them a second chance back together. It's just lights out from the rest of the season. I really yeah, believe I mean, that. I would like to see it, but that means that's going to have to take a whole lot of practices to get that going. And if you want to go back to the other way, you probably could have been developing together on that side. So it depends on you know you got to feed off the players here and what they're feeling. I, I I agree, but I think Matthews and I Matthews and Elander got loads of chemistry. They they played yeah. the better part of three seasons together. Mariner and, and and Tavares, I think that's that's just that's just two ultimately super talented, creative guys. And I, mean, I think that's that, why that's already that's what got Tavares here, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. They He'll take on any role. He don't care. Playing with yeah. him, yeah. So I I'd um, really, do you want to know what really I would like do? See that. I would do what you said for the top line, Bunting, Matthews, Nylander. But for my second line, I'd put JT, Marner, but I'd put like Kerfoot and probably rotate Spezza in there on the wing. And then on my third line is where Richie would go with Kampf and Kesha. Or Kesha, Kesha. I love the idea of Spezza This is not new news. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, then you got Ingval, and then you have Spezza and Kerfoot that can like yeah. interchange for that fourth line center when the other one's up on the on the second line, and then Simmons. Like, if I'm I was to give you guys Kerfoot. a... Yeah, me too. I'm over Kerfoot. But yeah. if yeah, I was to oh, give you guys to take too, a blank but... sheet of paper, I was actually thinking of this before the podcast. I was like, nah, I'm not going to trouble him now. It's late. I did it. But if I was to give you a blank sheet of paper and everyone write down now with their black Sharpie who the best forward has been this season for the Leafs, I'd be very surprised if at least three out of four of us didn't say Spezza. Oh, no doubt that's, about it. If that's the case. I got a Sharpie. If, well, you can write Spetsa down okay. if you like. <laughs> because no. if he's your best forward, or have at least shown it, um, then why aren't you going to get him? Uh-huh, Willie's your best forward. There we go. Yep. Um, I just had if, to because you said Spetsa. Yeah, fair yeah. enough. But if he's been arguably one of, at least we already established that, he's one of the top four players, and we only listed two forwards or three forwards, um, why not give him some an expanded role in that top six to see if he can get some of the guys going? I mean, him and JT have yep. chemistry. They, they've, I mean, they, they they play well together every time they play they play together. 
what is wrong with moving Richie down the lineup? Give him a bit of a wake up call. Get Spezza up there and and just see. So like that's the only other combination that that I really like is is Spezza JT Willie. I think or uh, Spezza JT Marner and even saying it feels mm. right to me. You know. Okay. So, so though. At the very least, reward the guy who's been who was the best playoff performer last year. He's been the best forward does far this year. At the very least, just move it on and see what happens. Yeah. So, and Willie needs to stay on PP1. Sorry. I was just going to say, because they've Mm -hmm. sometimes taken him and put him down on the second power play. Maybe it's to get the power play going, but they don't need it. Keep him up on PP1 and. Yeah, put Maybe him on the top line with Matthews. It's the only change I'd make on the power so we're play. Six games yeah, in. Yeah, Sandine. Like, is there any? Uh, is there any? How many games you should give it before you start changing it up? I'd already have a change. Think there's any benchmark? I know you would, but what's yep. what's the? Uh, <laughs> I'm not a coach. The, uh, <laughs> there's a reason why we're doing a nobody podcast in Newfoundland. <laughs> yes. Yeah. For yeah. Our Fifteen. Can you imagine listeners. if we ran a team. What a mess. What a mess. Yeah, Facebook, we can use that. Ronald Clark, we had a retirement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, yes. I'd have to say lines. I'd have Sundin on my on my first line. Dougie Gilmore on the line with Matthews. <laughs> well, Kelly Rudy said it last night. Chad, you kind of mentioned it earlier. Listen, look at game number fifty of the season. You look back at this, and you and it'll be all forgotten. Like just honestly, I I'll, I'll take this to my take this to my death. Just with yeah. just too much talent on this team. There's good grit. We've got good gold and there's too many good things. Um, like I'm, if I'm Montreal right now, I'm worrying a lot more than if I'm Toronto. Oh yes, of course. Oh like, God, yes. Um, the the yeah. beauty is, I mean, we talk about all the negatives around the last couple of games. So let's let's before we we knock this on the head, let's talk about the positives. I know it's hard to pull any positives from last night's game, but I will point out one: our bottom six has been scoring, and last yeah. year for the fifty whatever games we played last year, that was not the case. Those, those top-end players carried us all season and then carried us into the playoffs, and that was it. When they dried up, the team dried up. So right now, we're getting some production out of – got Kasha scored a goal and a beauty at that. I mean, uh, Kempf has been has been really effective defensively, and I think it's only a matter of time before he breaks through as well. He looks creative, and, and, and he's on the puck. I mean, these guys, Spezza, Simmons is all around it. He's going to cash soon too. Engvall has been playing fine. Yep, Engvall's been playing well, and that hurts me to say it because I don't like the guy, but he has been playing what I would consider. Oh, well, yeah, he's it is what it is. You know, he's a bottom six forward, so I'm okay. Yep. Can you yeah. see how much of an impact Mikheyev makes on this lineup, though, now that he's not in it? Yeah, I guess. On a penalty kill, mostly. I mean, That's what I was thinking. I don't mind your pop- I don't, so I don't mind good on the kill. defense. No, yeah. I just think he's so good defensively. Like, I don't know. I miss him. Because I'm just saying, if, if we had him right now, he would. We wouldn't be wondering who to put on that second line with JT and Marner, right? Like, yeah. we would already have him up there. And he, so. he won't be the only one to get hurt this year either. But you know what? The thing no, with Kev is whether, whether he's scoring. I know his his shooting percentage is quite low, mm-hmm. but whether he's scoring or not, he's su- he is such a threat out there because of his speed. Yes. Uh, yes. And I like the the guy can score. Like in his first season, he was <laughs> scoring at a pretty good pace. Until he, yeah. he got hurt or whatever. His hand. <laughs> like, I think a lot with him uh, is probably the same as Marner right now. It's just between the ears, right? Yeah. So, yeah. and I that like, media is like, loud. I liked Simmons' fight last night, but I just thought it was like three goals too, too late. late. Right? Yeah, way too yeah. late. But it, was, but it was good to see him. Mean, he went off. Like, there was, like yeah. he went off. I was like, he doesn't Whoa. like to lose. No. And he, he played for no. filthy. So, I mean, Pittsburgh. 
No, to, to see to see him, him chuck him like he did last night, I'm like, all right, I'm I'm still I'm still with you guys. You you have me for now. You know, they got me forever, realistically. But my, my point being yeah. is that it pulled me back in from laughing at them. Because I literally, last night I was just sitting there, I was lying back in bed, and I was just like, what a joke. You know, I was literally laughing with every goal that was scored after four. Um, yeah. And like I said, I mean, I, did, I, I couldn't wait, because I don't always watch the LFRs with Steve Dangle, but I do enjoy Steve's take on the blowouts, because first and foremost, while he's, while he's a very passionate guy and he yells and screams and that's his brand um he's not wrong a lot of the times either and i wanted no. to hear his take and his 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 take on the whole thing revolved around the whole concept of yeah we're only six games in but it's the same product it's the same thing we've seen for the past four years it's it's the same oh we got we got Vesnad by by uh elvis merslickens we got Vesnad by yeah guys i've never heard of right and that's always that's always the same thing. He he went into very much detail on that in his passionate way. But I, I, I couldn't disagree with him. I'm like, yeah, no, it's the same thing again. So, yep. I don't know. Like I said, it's uh, I don't, that's it's the higher gods. That's my conclusion. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. Uncontrollable that's forces. The, yeah, that's it's the only I thing that makes sense at this point. That's why we added the Irishman the to the to the podcast. We need to look at the Irish air, and uh, now we got it. <laughs> so things should eventually turn around for us. At least we hope so. Yeah. So, Jeez, I hope so I'm I'm happy to shut this down, guys. I think we got to the point. Yeah, I think if if anybody else made it through this podcast with us, I think you kind of see where we are with this. I think last night, if we would have done a podcast, it would have been a you would have gotten a lot of hot takes, uh, which I think you got anyway on Facebook and Twitter and all of the other outlets. But yeah. I think you got a realistic take on, on where we stand as I consider us all pretty passionate fans. Um, put it this way. This team got a long way to go before I throw a towel on them, this particular team. Oh now, yeah, yeah. when Matthews goes to Arizona and, and Marner d demands a trade and everything else, Ryan might back off a little bit from the Maple Leafs for a little while, but this particular team, is probably the best Toronto Maple Leafs team I'm going to ever see. So I'm not going to give up just yet. And I, I hope a lot of you guys won't either. I hear uh, no. Chad is doing, taking a collection of anyone who's uh, getting ready to burn their Mariner jerseys. Yeah. Let's be fair. And just about I'll, back to I will take any, um, yeah, I will take any Melander jerseys. I'll take the autograph. Actually, I'll just take anything. I'll just take yeah. anything. Hockey cards, any hockey cards. I'll, I'll, autograph, I'll autograph it for you. I'll take a like yeah. and a share. That's all I'm going to ask you guys. Like in the share. But you know what? The ownership needs to be better. The management needs to be better. The teams need to be better. And the fans need to be better. All right. Yep. Yeah. Well, all those things be are better. better. The, the, the players are going to play better. That's just literally, the though. I hope you, to be you ever hear like the whole thing of positive thinking and putting the positive vibes out there? Yeah. There's none of that. Make no wonder they crash and burn. Yeah. No pressure. I really though. hope Dubis don't come out and do it. The Bergevin speech from my couch. I'd actually like to hear Dubas's take on, on this. I really would yeah. because I, I when, when I hear Kyle Dubas take to the microphone, I don't get the uh, the old James Van Riemsdyk, you know, we got to give 110% going into the corners and uh, don't yeah, cliche, cliche, cliche. You don't, you don't get that from Dubas. You get, you get, you get honest, raw, real accountability account and accountability and uh even when he don't he's not accountable he'll gladly take it, on he'll take it. anyway but at the same yeah. time he's honest with, with what with the product that's on the ice and 
Yep. I, I would have liked to. I, I haven't. I haven't. That's what I'm going to do. I meant to do it before this podcast, but I just didn't have time. Uh, I, I'm going to look forward to uh, listening to Keith's post game from last night because he was pissed. You know, uh, now he had a chance to cool off before the depressor, but I, I am interested to hear what he had to say. So, nope, all good. We got a game tomorrow night. Uh, yep. We won't be podcasting after that one, but uh, I'm sure we'll uh, we'll talk about it in, in the near future. If it's a total, total blowout of a misery, maybe we will podcast. Who knows? But let's hope not. Let's hope we, uh, we, we turn a corner. And in Greller's news, uh, there's a luncheon being held, I think, at the Glendevin Golf Course being hosted by Dean McDonald for the Mount Pearl Chamber. So hopefully we see something for the Edge and Growlers. Yeah. Have they given D key to the town yet? Uh, they should most certainly give it to Mount Pearl, and I would love to see it. Yeah. I will walk to every game, and I will be happy. Yeah. You don't have to worry about parking on this guy's part, although it would be better than downtown. So, yeah. I'm ready. Well, That's true. Yeah, but maybe we have that to announce tomorrow, too, after that luncheon. Yeah, it was, uh, a little bit of news. I'm free for lunch tomorrow. Maybe it'll pop up. Like, what do you have to your tux. Yeah. What do you yeah. have pause? What's on the go? Ash <gasps> Cotton. Yes. Man. Oh my. Gotta love it. Yep. So All anyway. right, guys. I gotta Another peace game out. Let's game do seven. It. Yep. Yeah, right. Lulu I don't even want to think of game seven. Yeah, they do like really early. Um, yeah, game seven. I don't even want to think about any kind of game sevens. Even yeah. if it's game number seven. This is where it changes. They're going to have season. a blowout tonight. How about that? They're going to blow them out tomorrow night. Game seven curse ends. I don't Ugh. know. If it wasn't Carolina and uh, Freddie. Oh, that's right. Anyway, yeah. I'm looking forward anyway, to it. I don't care about anybody. I was going to say that and after, after Carolina, we have um, Detroit and what's the other team we're playing? No, anyway, whoever we're playing, it's not a very strong team. But Detroit is actually beating Chicago right now, six to three. After getting rolled by Montreal, right? So I mean, you anything got Detroit can early season, guys. It's still very early season. If anybody hasn't noticed, you've got Detroit on your top happening. of the standings. Like that's <laughs> yeah. not right. Happening. Like not there's something going on here. Yeah, it's going yeah. to change. Those who are crap will get better, and those who are good will. Everybody relax. Listen, I. Th- my prediction right now, Toronto, Florida, not in any particular order, Toronto, Florida, Tampa, and Ottawa. I don't think Boston's going to do it. Oh, this is the year they fail. I like I that. I think this is the year I they're like going to fail. All right. And no, I don't Marshall think there's any other so I don't think there's any other team in the division that can that can take overtake them other than okay. Ottawa. But Ottawa's got to get that goaltending. Yeah, that's right, man. Matt Murray is not well. No. That could... I think that's the the swap this year. Yeah, Ooh, I'd like, like to see it. There's actually. a hot take. Yeah, there's that's a hot fun. take for sure. Uh, I'll throw a hot take in. Like one thing's gonna have multiple hat tricks this year. Multiple. Yeah, that's a rookie. Oh, that's my hot take. Um, I, like I like that. All right, so I'm ready to knock this on the head. Um, yeah. I'm proud, maybe, of uh, where we came from start to finish on this one. You guys kind of talked me off the cliff a little bit. I think I was coming in a little hotter than, than most. Uh, I, I, and the problem being with that is I spent too much time today looking at the media <clears throat> and not actually thinking throughout myself uh, like an educated person. So it is what it is. Um, yeah. we, are, we are in six games of an 82-game season, and there's going to be games when they blow out teams the other way, and we're coming in here and 
and we're waving the flag and ringing the bell and all the good things. So um, I'm looking forward to doing yeah, one of those with you guys. The, I never listened to the media after the get, after a Leafs loss. I'm sooky enough. I don't need to get any more sookier. So like if I have well, any, teach any that success or productivity the next day, then I'm staying away from all that. I got that many texts last night from even yeah. Habs fans razzing me. And I'm yeah. like, what's Shut up, up with that? Just you got a lot of room to talk. Listen, if every Leafs fan did that for at least a month, I think it would reset yeah. everything. Tune out the media. Yeah. yeah. Tune them out. Yeah. They're making enough money now. You don't need I to mean, hear it. The game was, the game was bad. We know it was bad. And yeah. it was it was really bad. We'll so hopefully on. just it can't get it can't get much worse. So it that's can only right. go up from here. So I think that's what I'll title the positivity. I think I think Carly just came up with the title of this episode. It was bad. It was really bad. It was really bad. <laughs> I think that's gonna be our title. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Well, but like I said, it can only get better. It can only get better. We we, we yeah, that's true. Yeah, uh, you're not gonna see much worse yeah. than that this year. I mean that's at an e an e bug level. So yeah, no, it's uh it's it's only we only can go up from here. So that's what we're here for. Yeah. That's why we're doing this. We're fans. We're gonna be fans. It's not gonna change anything. Uh we yeah. can be sad from time to time and upset and uh but there's there's gonna be other games too and we're gonna win a few. So uh yeah, on that note, let's knock this on the head. Big shout out yeah. again to PHG Sports. Thanks so much guys for coming on board. Thank you. Uh sponsoring us uh, into season two now of their sponsorship. And uh, we couldn't be more more thankful for that. Um make sure guys to check out their uh, their online uh, presence. You'll see it rolling across the screen down there now. www.phgsports.com. Um you can search by team, you can search by sport. Uh they got a whole lot of bunch of filters there and a lot of neat stuff. So things you probably didn't even realize you wanted, like me. Like I got on there, I'm like, I didn't even know I needed that in my life. So yeah, check them out. Also, you can follow them on uh, Twitter and Facebook, and you'll get the, their up-to-date locations for their Costco Roadshow. Again, I mentioned earlier at the beginning there, uh, long-standing supplier of hand-signed merchandise to Costco Canada. So PhD Sports, that's where the pros sign. Um, my basement is full of his gear. Yeah. It's everywhere. Patty, Patty's house is basically like the showroom. Yeah. yeah. We're yeah. in the cribs one of these days. We're going to have an episode of DSE and have cribs at Patty Phillips' house. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Live show of yeah. Patty's. <laughs> You know how unproductive that would be. Um, but if you're looking for more DSC content or more podcast or more anything, really, um, our main platform, of course, uh, we use for our video podcast is on Facebook. Just search Deke Snipe Selly on Facebook, uh, www.facebook.com slash Deke Snipe Selly. Um, if you want to get right to the root of all of our podcasts, you want to go back through the history. We have some great guests in season one, even greater guests coming up in season two. Um you can get us on YouTube. Just search Deke Snipe Selly on YouTube and hit that subscribe button. That'll uh, that'll get you uh, notifications on. Uh, yeah. That side? Oh, shit. Yeah. This side. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, hit that subscribe button and uh, and you'll get uh, you'll get up to date news on anything we're posting. We've got a lot of cool stuff planned for this year. So um, also on Twitter uh, at Silly Deke. We're pretty weak on Twitter, but hey, give us a follow anyway. We're working on it. All right, guys. That's it for me. Peace out. Cheers. Bye. Adios.